0: Welcome to the Glow Getters Podcast. My name is Kayla Fahey Arndt, and I'm your host. I teach and inspire leaders to step into their productive selves and find their true potential. I'm a passionate creative and scientist with over eight years of healthcare leadership experience. At age 25, I stepped into my first management role and didn't find the leadership advice I was looking for. So here I'm giving you the tools to end burnout and enjoy a vibrant career and life. Glad you're here to learn and grow with me. Now, on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Glow Getters podcast. I'm Kayla, your host. What an amazing day it is today. I'm happy to be here. It's Wednesday, the 29th. If you're listening on the day that this episode drops, if you're listening a different day, hello! Thanks for popping by. I wanted to take a moment to pause and say thank you for those who are leaving ratings and reviews. We have a brand new review to read out loud. The title is um, "Useful Content for Leadership," and I can't see the rest of the title there. I don't know how to expand it, but this is from Curly Cutie 21, and they left it on last Friday, they gave me a five star rating and they said, I love listening to Kayla's podcast about leadership ideas and productivity. She does all the, quote unquote, heavy lifting for me by learning about the topic first and then delivering it in an easy to digest way. Thank you for putting all this together. I love learning new stuff from you, Kayla. Well, thank you so much, Curly Cutie 21 If you could email me at kfahearnt at gmail.com, I would love to send you a freebie, connect with you, and just to say thank you so much for the rating and review. And for others, if you don't remember, I am giving away, like I said, a freebie and just... Thanking folks for reviews. So each week I'm going to put people in a drawing. If there's more than one review, pick one to read and, uh, and give you a shout out right here on the air, just like I did for Curly Cutie 21. So please keep those reviews and ratings coming. All right, let's dive into the topic. So today's topic is going to be all about how to have a kick booty interview, but here's the thing. You are all very smart individuals. I know you know how to Google top 100 interview questions. (laughs) So I'm going to give you some of my top uh, interview tips um, for, you know, like kind of things that have happened to me or like when I've been interviewing or things I've noticed as I've interviewed other people that are sort of like extra tips, like not like the secret sauce, but just like certain things that just don't seem standard, like things that you might not find on the internet if you're Googling about interviews. So I hope these really um, just nuanced tips help you and get you further along in your interviews. I know they've definitely helped me. And as a leader, when I see someone doing this, I'm like, oh, okay, this person is definitely worth Hiring or at least bringing in for a second interview. So, but before we talk about that, uh, if you've been living under a rock <laughs> or skipping like the first couple minutes of this podcast episode, you might not know the Leader Toolkit course. My course opens on October fourth, which is Monday, five days from today. Super, super exciting. So, um, if you don't know anything about the course, I would encourage you to go back and listen to, I believe it's episode 84, which is, nope, it's, yeah, episode 84, which is, it's coming on 10-4, Be a Pioneer. Check that out. I talk all about the Leadership Collaborative course, but essentially it's a four-module course that I host um, that is self-paced, where you learn all about, um, how to create a custom learning plan for your work, to learn more about company culture, to learn more about your people, to learn more about you, to learn more about how people make decisions, to learn more about who is the most influential person that you can connect with and network with to learn from and how to get a mentor. I talk about intentional time, going over leader standard work, time blocking, all of these different tips. I talk about knowing yourself and knowing your people. I'm actually going to give you a little bit of insight into this module during today's episode because I'm going to be talking about a few ways to get to know yourself and your leadership style better. And then module four, getting results. I talk about visual management and continuous improvement tools from Lean Concepts. So it's such an amazing course. It's self-paced. The investment is 49 dollars and it's a one-time investment. And with that, you get lifetime access to the course and any materials with the course, which are videos from me, PDF, course material, all the downloadable files for each module. You also get access to any course add-ons that I create. So like if I create extra modules around connection, self-belief, purpose, perfectionism, boundaries, communication, you'll always have those. And all this is going to live in the leadership collaborative community, which is on a platform called Mighty Networks that I host. It's like Facebook and Instagram, like, and LinkedIn had a baby. <laughs> like, it's a really amazing course and community platform separate from social media, which is super nice so that you don't have to feel like you have to log on to these platforms all the time. Um, but it, you get it and sign up for it, and you can make it an app on your phone or just go online and look at it. So it's super nice. You can be as plugged in or unplugged as you want. Um, but that's where you're going to get coaching and support from me, uh, any course questions answered. Um, and you can dive further into different topics by engaging with other people in the community and with me about any specific questions you have around the course or just in you know leadership in general. So if you're like wanting to snag the course or learn more about it, go to my website, glowgetterslife.com, and in the top in the banner, there is a menu button called The Leader Toolkit Course Opens 10/21 Join the Waitlist. <laughs> so, click that, put your email in, and then what I'll be doing is on um, over the weekend I'm going to be sending emails to you with instructions about how to sign up on Monday the 4th to get access to the course, and um, just more about the course details. Um, Lastly, I just wanted to let you know that I did, I have been running this community for almost actually over a year now, and um, it's been really nice. I had some friends hop in the course to give me feedback so I could improve it because I'm all about continuous improvement. And my good friend Kristen was kind enough to write me a testimonial, and here's what she said. She said, I'm so glad I joined, and honestly, I wish that the leaders that I interact with on a day-to-day basis were also part of it. She goes on to say that not only have I gained skills for myself as a leader and become more aware of how I show up as a leader, I have gained a greater awareness of the leadership I want from those leading me and how to gain it. Kayla is an incredible leader, leading leaders, but not only teaching, but not only teaching, but also doing through journal prompts, education and activities and exercises to complete. Kayla provides concrete tools and strategies for building leadership skills through a personal development and growth lens. Essentially, I feel like I'm learning how to be a better leader by leaning into and growing the best version of myself. I work in the mental health field and have a deep appreciation for how Kayla comes into this work with an approach centered around positive mindsets and well-rounded well-being and is success-oriented but a person-centered but person-centered first. <laughs> Kristen, thank you so much for leaving that testimonial. I so appreciate you being in the community. And you know this episode was really inspired by you because you told me that you are going to be interviewing soon. So um, best of luck to you. And thank you so much for the wonderful feedback and also for hopping into the course and helping me uh, make the community even better. All right, so let's dive in on today's topic. All right, so for today's topic about having a kick booty interview, my a little bit more nuanced tips, I'm going to give you like, let's see, one, two, three, six major tips and then like a couple sprinkles (laughs) because I'm extra like that. Okay, so the first tip is research the mission, vision, sorry, let me start over, (laughs) research the mission, vision and values of the company. Everybody knows this. If you have interviewed before, you know that you need to be researching the organization. But here's how you up-level that and take it a step further. Write out how you actually demonstrate those visions and values and give actual, real examples. So I interviewed for a company once where literally every single question was, Um, something like this. It was provide an example of how you've demonstrated um, organizational alignment. So one of their uh, key values and visions was being aligned with the mission and then they gave an example of all the great work they do. There was also a question like this, what concepts or words struck you as you reviewed the operational operating philosophy have you demonstrated one or more of the concepts listed in the operating philosophy in a prior role? So, you guys, if you haven't read their philosophy or the mission, vision, values, whatever's on their website, this question could totally blindsight you. <laughs> so, those questions tell me that they're looking for someone who's done their research, who's super, super prepared, and you wanna be that person. You don't wanna be like, oh, what's your operating philosophy? So obviously the first thing is to research those mission, visions, values, the operating philosophy and print them out. So a lot of times in this digital age, it's like really easy to just have like tabs open in your computer, but I like to physically print out from their website, those things, and then take notes on them, circle keywords in their mission, vision, values, and then grab a piece of paper, a notebook paper, or if you're preparing ahead of time, you can type it out and write out how you demonstrate every single one of those mission, vision, or values and give real examples from from your work. So if it's talking about, I don't know, say your the value is empathy, give it, like an actual story about an interaction you had with an employee or a customer from the organization where you showed and demonstrated empathy and why you chose empathy over, let's say, sympathy, right? If you do this, you will feel so much more prepared because it's going to feel like when they're asking you these questions that you know the organization inside and out. You can also use these responses in reverse. So if they don't ask you about their mission, vision, values, or questions specific to it, you have this information now as power. (laughs) So during the interview, take this information and Uh, insert it into some of your responses. So you could use it backwards and be like, oh, well, I saw in your operating philosophy that one of your values is empathy. And so I've been thinking about, you know, how I could bring that to this role and then give the example of the story you've prepared and relate it back to whatever question they've asked you. So I know, right? It's sneaky, but it's, it's really good because it shows you've prepared and you have actual real life stories, so you know. Okay, I'm a good fit for this role. You know, like I demonstrate these values. If you find that as you're writing up your interview questions, you might need to really deeply reflect, and you can even bring it up as one of your weaknesses or areas for improvement. Like, I see this as something that you uphold at your organization. It's maybe something I haven't been able to work toward as much in my current role and so I'm really excited to see growth in this area and can you tell me more about what opportunities you have at the organization to help um, your employees grow in this area and so you can also use it as an opportunity to talk about growth and ask them a question so remember I guess I'll go and give you my uh, last tip but (laughs) as my second tip but Ask the people interviewing you questions because this is also a time to interview the company. Uh, Whenever I ask people who I'm interviewing, do you have any questions at the end? Usually, (laughs) the good candidates always have questions. The candidates who maybe are less prepared um, always say, no, no. And and I think there's nothing wrong with saying, you know what, I had a list, you've answered all my questions, and we've been able to talk through it, and then follow up with a question about timeline or um, when you might hear next about the position or what the next steps are. That's fine. But don't come to the interview without any curiosity or questions about the role. Um, Some questions you might ask, what's a day in the life of this position? Like, who would I work with? On a day-to-day basis, um, how do you evaluate my performance throughout the year? Uh, how frequently do I meet with my team? Um, when? What are my interactions going to be like with my boss? Uh, do you have one-on-one meetings? Um, are there team meetings? Things like that. Like to get at like what's the day-in-the-life like? You really, really want to know like what you're stepping into. Um, you might ask about the work expectations with, you know, with COVID and everything. You want to ask, like, is the expectation that I'm in the office or is it hybrid? Do I have a physical space? Do you provide a laptop? Do you provide any ergonomic, um, you know, c- like, can I buy a desk? You know, what What is that like? Um, one question I always like to ask is, what's your favorite part about the position like what keeps you working at this organization but then i also like to ask like what is your biggest pain point in your current role or you know what's the thing that you enjoy least amount of the role um And I think uh, that really helps you understand kind of the scope of what people are feeling in the work, what's a big deal to them, what's not a big deal. If someone tells you something like, this is my biggest pain point, and you're like, oh, easy peasy, you might really want to consider, okay, is this a good fit for me? Maybe it's not the right fit. Or sure, yeah, I would love the fact that that's like their hardest pain point. Or if they tell you something like, this is my favorite part, like, If they tell you, oh, I love Excel and you're like, oh, this job is a lot of Excel and maybe that's a turnoff. So you find out right away by asking them more questions about the day-to-day and what they enjoy and what they don't like about the job. The third tip I have for you uh, since we're going out of order (laughs) is oftentimes companies have what they like to call like a phone interview or a screening interview with hr or an hr representative will reach out to you via phone or email to set up your interview or for that phone interview i always think it's a good idea to ask hr you know if you're going to have a subsequent interview with um the team or the boss uh you know who is going to be present in the interview and what are their titles so you know your audience because it's very important when you're communicating to Talk to uh, the level of the people that are in the room and understand what their perspective is. Ask the number of people who will be attending and what the forum is. Um, during COVID, a lot of the interviews have been over like Teams and Zoom, and so it, you know, is the expectation that you're going to be going into the office or is it all going to be over the computer? And then, um, this is my favorite tip: ask HR if there are specific questions that you should prepare answers to, or specific topics that would be best to prepare. When I've done this, HR has literally sent me the standard HR interview packet with all of the questions. (laughs) I'm not sure if they're supposed to do that, but that has really gotten me ahead because then I could literally just answer all of the questions ahead of time. I knew every single question (laughs) that was gonna be asked. Hey, it never hurts to ask, so make sure you inquire with HR. Are there specific ways that I should prepare, like specific topics or questions? And then sometimes they send you the interview packet. (laughs) So um, sometimes they'll just send you the link to their website with the mission, vision, values, um, or like they'll send you to the company's department um, website. So that's always a really good starting point to help you out. My fourth tip is to print out a copy of the job posting that you applied for. Um, The biggest thing you want to do here is like print that out right away because sometimes after you apply, um, it it goes away because they take the posting down. Um, Sometimes you have an online portal where you can like log in and see all the documents you uploaded. And sometimes the, you know, the posting information will still be there, but sometimes it's not. So When you go to apply, make sure you print out a copy of that job description or posting. Then take that job description or posting and read through it thoroughly. Underline, circle, and highlight key words about the different qualifications, the different skill sets, the different personalities, uh, types that they want and that they mention specifically. When you're applying... You want your resume to have those same keywords that's oftentimes how HR is gonna pick up your resume Um, but even more than that hopefully you're applying because you really want this job because you know that you're already qualified and when you're interviewing you can look at your resume and already make connections and connect the dots between this job description who they want and you on your resume so Put the job description or posting on the table and then put your resume next to it. Look at the keywords that you've highlighted, circled, or underlined and go to your resume and do the same thing. Look for those words that jump out at you and take little notes. So, for example, on my most recent resume, you know, if I was going to apply to a job that talks about um, creating efficiencies, so saving money for an organization, um, one of the things I have on my resume is that I'm responsible for uh, a blood supply budget and annual multi-department operating budgets. And I list how much uh, approximately each budget is. But something I actually don't have on here is... um, so the savings that I had created last year for my department through s- certain initiatives. So I want I'd want to add that to my resume as I'm applying. Or if I didn't have it on there when I applied, i would just write it in. You know, you know X amount of savings, uh, and and as like a sort of like reminder that during the interview, if they ask me about that specific topic, I'm, I have a specific example. And I can say, you know what? When I submitted the the application, I didn't have this um, specific specific statistic on my resume, but here's an example of how I created efficiency for the organization, how I did it, and how much I saved. So those keywords are going to really help them when they're looking at the job description, like what they want, connect it back to your resume. And you've already done that for them because you're prepared for any questions they answer to connect it back to the job description. You can even be very blunt and when they ask you about something that you know is in the job description, you can say, oh yes, I saw that in the posting. Um, I've really thought about that and here's a couple of ways that I demonstrate it and here's where it is on my resume. Because your resume is often sort of a summary and it's uh, you wanna give them the meat and potatoes when you're in the interview. And then the fifth, I don't know, is this the fifth or the fourth tip? I forget because I went out of order. The next tip is um, understanding yourself and being able to share your qualities, whether they're personal or leadership um, qualities um, via different Tests you can do. So, everyone knows about the Strengths Finder, right? That's like the typical one that you take. At least it was for me. (laughs) I took it so, I've taken it so many times through different organizations. But people tend to know that one. So, it's a good one to bring up. If it's not, if you don't have your Strengths Finder results on your resume, which I think is appropriate, you can bring them to the interview. So, if they ask you about your strengths or what kind of leader you are, you can use these. Um, top strengths to talk more about yourself, if, especially if you're feeling uncomfortable talking about your different leadership strengths. So, I'll just tell you guys my strengths from the Strengths Finder are individualization, strategic, learner, achiever, and relater. Those are my top five strengths. So, um, I, I think I've taken this multiple times, and sometimes I have futuristic on this list, but otherwise, it stays the same. Um, And so I talk about that. You know, I'm innovative. I really enjoy being a visionary. I like big picture. That's why I'm in leadership. Um, The details are are wonderful, and I am a creative and love getting in the weeds with folks, but I don't necessarily enjoy executing that way. (laughs) I like to help other people achieve their work that way, but I like to be the visionary. And you know what? I'm calling out a little bit of a weakness there, but it's fine. Um, The other test that I really love is called the Insights Discovery Test, and I actually go in depth about my results from this test and how to take the test and where you can find the test in my Leader Toolkit course in Module 3, which is Know Yourself and Know Your People, because I suggest that you encourage your teams to take this test too. This is a test offered by my workplace, and basically, Insights Discovery gives you, talks about four color energies. We each have all four color energies within us. It's the combination of the four energies that creates a unique individual. However, we all have different amounts of each energy. So, you know, for example, there's um, blue, red, green, and yellow. And so there's different traits that each Individuals with these different color energies have. So like blue can be seen more as like an analytical person. Um, red is like, a they call them fiery red because they're active, more positive and more affirmative. Green folks, people with green energies t- tend to seek harmony and in-depth relationships and people who are sunshine yellow radiate enthusiasm and encourage participation, etc. So I talk about my results. Maybe you can guess what I am we um they give you an entire pay- report um i'm just looking at mine let's see how many pages it is it's 21 pages long <laughs> and it's amazing they give you a whole profile with your introduction overview personal style how you interact with others just your decision making qualities your key strengths and weaknesses, your value to the team, your how you're effective in your communication, how you have barriers to your communication, what blind spots you have, what your opposite type is, suggestions for development, um, it has your management style, how you create an ideal environment, how you man, how someone should manage you, how you mo- people should motivate you, your management style. And then they give you a the color wheel and they also talk about your color dynamics. So they tell you like where you fit in to the spectrum of all the color energies. And they also talk about your conscious and unconscious um, ways of being. <laughs> so let me just share a little tidbits with you. Someone who's in the in the less conscious state, they say like, you know, say you're at home watching Netflix, right? Like you're you're just chilling. I have 50% yellow sunshine yellow energy and 65% fiery red. <laughs> I also have 41% green energy and 5% cool blue energy. So I'm much more outgoing. I'm straightforward. I'm direct. I I like to be with people. I like to hang out with people and relationship build, but I'm less analytical if I'm just sitting on the couch, right? (laughs) But in my more conscious work mode, I'm 59% fiery red. I'm 95% yellow. I'm 35% green, but I'm 50% blue. And mind you, yellow and blue are opposite. And so I have 50% blue and 95% yellow, which is kind of weird to have like two competing types be so high. But what this shows is that when I'm quote unquote on or at work, I have to expend energy. It says my preference flow is 47.7% increase my energy to increase blue. And increase yellow a little bit, and so data, you know, data-driven analytical um, blue people with blue energy value independence and intellect. Uh, Want to maintain a detached and objective standpoint. Like information to be accurate and complete before proceeding. Desire to understand the world around them. To me, you know, that's a more cautious, precise, deliberative type of, um, you know, energy. Whereas, like, yellow is more sociable, dynamic, you know, demonstrative, enthusiastic, persuasive. <laughs> I have to expend a lot of energy at work. Um, but so this is really good for me to know about because I like data. I like analytics. I'm a lab scientist. But at the end of the day, I might be really tired because I'm expending a lot of energy to go into a more conscious mode than what my, like, natural default might be. So, um, this really helps you understand your strengths, your weaknesses, what your preferences are. And you can take this this whole insights discovery profile and use it to improve. I mean, reading some of the, the um, strengths in here is really great. Reading some of the weaknesses in here, it's like, oof yeah oh yeah i know oh oh yeah (laughs) but if you don't have the information you can never improve or get better so i would totally suggest taking insights discovery the strengths finder and really starting to do the work internally on yourself in your current role before you seek a different one And then when you do seek a different one it might be because you have improved and you've enlightened yourself or because you're looking for something that's more aligned with your natural energy or preference all right so again the major tips that i have for you all are um, research the mission vision values and write out actual tangible examples of how you demonstrate those Um, ask them interview questions too, to get to know the company. Is this someone I want to work for? What's my boss going to be like? Am I going to enjoy the day to day? Ask HR to how best prepare for the interview. Who's going to be there? How many people? Are there specific topics or questions that I should prepare answers to? Print out a copy of the job description or posting right away. Look at the keywords, underline, highlight, circle, and compare them to your resume and make those connections. And take a strengths finder or discovery insights test, or sign up for my leadership collaborative community, so I can kind of go through the um, the insights discovery with you in the course, and you can find the links there and take it, and we can talk about your profile and how to improve. Um, And write out all your examples to common interview questions with tangible, real examples. Uh, It's never fun to be in an interview when someone's just giving you sweeping generalizations that you could just make up on a whim. I want to see that the person's prepared, enthusiastic, and has an idea of where they're going and is excited about the role. All right, everyone. Thanks for being with me today. I know this is a little bit of a longer episode. Don't forget to check out my website, glowgetterslife.com, for my free resource library for tips for, for more blog uh, posts and uh, podcast episodes and make sure you snag uh, your spot on the waitlist for the leader toolkit course that opens in five days on October 4th by signing up on the form on my website right in my menu there all right take care and be a light the rest of this week I hope you interview well and just have a kick booty experience talk soon bye All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. I wanted to let you know about something new that I'm doing. If you could please leave me a rating and review on iTunes or write in your Apple podcast app, I would so appreciate it. Each week I'm going to be doing a drawing and sending an email to a winner just to say thank you with some treats, tips, and a little bit of extras because I really want to get this podcast out to more people and I want to hear how it's helping you getting feedback about what you love to hear about and what you love about the podcast so I can keep doing that. Also, if you'd like to connect with me on a deeper level, check out my website at glowgetterslife.com. You'll find links to my about me page so you can learn about me and my journey in leadership. You'll find links to my blog, my podcast for more episodes and to my YouTube channel. And you can also find links to the templates and leadership planners I've created as well as my free resource library. All right, thanks so much. And until next time, be a light.